everybody, it's Rob, and this is What's on Joe Mind's Rack Time. Today I'm covering G.I. Joe, a real American hero, number 267. It's Snake Hunt Part 2 by Larry Hama and Robert Atkins. The issue opens in a mostly empty house in Staten Island. The only person in the room is Crimson Guard Laura 343, who receives the go-ahead to attack Fort Wadsworth and capture Snake Eyes, who's really Sean Collins, but Cobra doesn't know that. Yet. She orders the Vipers and Hiss Drivers to get ready and mount up. Meanwhile, Rabco oil trucks, Cobra spelled sideways, have pulled up to make a fuel delivery to the motor pool. Clutch questions where the regular drivers are. He smells a trap and starts shooting. Knight and Alley Vipers pour out of the first oil truck and they overwhelm Clutch and Stalker. As his teammates are knocked out, Rock and Roll opens fire. He takes out some Cobras, but the second truck deploys a company of Techno, Toxo, Heat, and Frag Vipers. A Heat Viper launches a shell that explodes behind Rock and Roll, taking him out of the fight. The Cobra troops enter the motor pool and begin to descend into the pit. Outside the fort, the four Cobra-occupied homes deploy the Hiss tanks and troops from their garages, led by Laura 343. Sadly, they don't run over know-it-all paper girl Julie on the way. They blast through the front gate and secure the fort. Inside the pit, Scarlet, Snake Eyes, Bombstrike, Dawn, Helix, Budo, and Jinx are attempting to repel the invasion force. Raymond and Milo are there, too. Sheer numbers and the element of surprise take their toll on the Joes. Scarlet, Bombstrike, and Helix are taken out by an explosion. Gas takes out Jinx and slows Budo and Dawn down so that they're wounded by gunfire. Eventually, Snake Eyes falls to the gas, too, which I thought he had a gas mask built into there. It's a costly victory, but the Cobra soldiers have captured their objective. A squadron of Aspid helicopters pick up the troops and tanks and depart. Cobra Commander gloats that he cannot wait to hook Snake Eyes up to the brainwave scanner. That's it for the action in this issue. I enjoyed the issue, however, I have a few thoughts on how this issue went down. First, this is the third time that Fort Wadsworth has been attacked by Cobra. Why do the Joes keep going back there? Their security in this issue seemed particularly sloppy, considering they had destroyed Cobra surveillance drones twice in recent issues. They knew Cobra knew that they were there, and they left only ten Joes in place. That's less than the original team. I had more Joes in my house after Christmas of 1982. Also, why doesn't the federal government just buy up all the houses outside Fort Wadsworth? Every time the Joes move in, Cobra's able to move in right next door. Joes can't live in these houses? They've got nice garages. If you can hide his tanks in them, then you can surely put in some vamps and some armadillos. The art on this issue is really solid. The his tanks look great. The Cobra troopers look just like their action figures, and so do the Joes. I really appreciate the research. I also appreciate the fact that the surrounding neighborhood did not magically disappear during the battle like it did in issue number 19. Great job on the backgrounds. You could tell they were in Staten Island the whole time. Only in a comic book is Staten Island the most exciting borough in New York City. That's all for this issue. Be sure to stay tuned for the next episode. Until then, I'll see you at the Comic Racks.